Jumping in, served to you by the wine cellar. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are again, bristling with bottles. Courtesy of our friends at the Wine Cellar, of course, jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show. And we know the summer holidays are over and it's either cold or wet or sunny and windy. But come on, it's only a couple of weeks ago you were crying it was too hot and the garden needed rain. And I know the cost of a school uniform for the new term is more than you paid for your first car. But then again, so is a tank of petrol. So be thankful it's Friday and you can sit down with a glass of something nice from the wine cellar and be thankful you bought it early. And uh, just have an hour of the finest modern and contemporary jazz. So H, what's been tempting you but been slightly out of reach this week and what bargain bin specials have grabbed you? Well, you already know. Well, I didn't. Uh, Ted Poor, his album. You know what? I've listened to him. Erstwhile drummer with... Pat Matheny, but he does have some stuff under his own name, and very interesting it is too. Uh, paying tribute to another one gone, I'm oh, afraid. Another shocking. great drummer, the lovely and brilliant British percussionist Trevor Tompkins. And uh, a plethora of newies out from ECM this back end. We'll be checking in on a duo between a trumpeter and a pianist. And for me, well, we take flight, we brood over a thing. There's a, something for Jeff, and we start with a nocturne. Here's Piotr Schultz and the PJP Live at the ERA Jazzu Festival back in 2017 with Nocturne. Thank you. 
Nocturne Part 3 from guitarist, composer and conductor Pietro Schultz and the Poznan Jazz Project Orchestra. At just 31, Pietro Schultz has won innumerable awards and jazz prizes for his, his group Weezdob and his sextet. And this good, band, name, good name, good name. Weezdob, yeah. yeah. And his sextet and also with the Poznan Jazz Philharmonic, he's a senior jazz lecturer in lots. I'm amazed he finds any time to get his guitar out of time when uh, he's got all these other jobs to do. But there's another new album out with them. I'll feature that a bit later on. Great sound nonetheless. We really must get to Poland for some kind of festival. It's not just the beer after, is it? No, there may be beer. Mm. <laughs> uh, you are listening, of course, to Jumping in the Best in Modern and Contemporary Jazz, brought to you by our friends at the wine cellar. That's going to be wine too, to yeah, be fair. It's going to say new friends. But we've been friends for ages down at the wine cellar, and happily, it's a delight to have them on board here on uh, Jumping In, and of course, our sister programme, Sweet and Swing. Um, a bit of sad news uh, you might have spotted as well. Uh, we were saddened to hear of the passing of the great jazz drummer and percussionist Trevor Tompkins. Uh, been around on the scene for a long time, 81 years old. Uh, not only a brilliant te- uh, brilliant player, but also a great teacher right up until uh, latter years teaching, I think, at Guildhall School in London. Probably inspired so many of the brilliant jazz drummers on the scene both in the UK and further afield these days as well. Lots of lots of albums for him to choose from, and Lord knows how many he must have played on over the years. Perhaps best known for coming out of the Canterbury set back in the day in the 60s and 70s. He is one you can never go wrong with the Michael Garrick or Ian Carr classic from the day. Prelude to Heart is a Lotus. Recorded in 68 or 69, depending on who you want to believe, but almost certainly at BBC, the original on BBC Maidervale Studios. And I'll go with October 1968, and this is the opening track on it. Heart is a Lotus, with Michael Garrick not on piano, but harpsichord. Mm-hmm.
classic stuff from uh, back in 19... I think it came out later on. Uh, there was a f- follow-up album with uh, Norman Winston doing vocals as well, I think, which was uh, a studio-based album. This one was, as I say, recorded at BBC Medivelle Studios in 1968, I think, and a who's who, veritable who's who of uh, some of the cream of British jazz from the time. Michael Garrick on that hypnotic harpsichord pattern there. Don Rendell, soprano, and out of saxon, also flute. One of the reviews I said, rather unfairly, said, Warning, contains jazz flute, which I thought was a bit harsh. <laughs> Ian Carr on trumpet, Coleridge Good, double bass, Jim Philippa, also on flute, and uh, the reason we played it, Trevor Tompkins. Keeping things going on the drums there, Trevor, uh, the uh, great revered teacher and jazz percussionist for many years on the British scene, passed away uh, just a few days ago. Well, we do hope he enjoys a gig in the sky somewhere. Yeah, perhaps uh, by royal appointment. Mm. We'll, uh, we can only hope that he does have peace and uh, a drum kit, a decent kit. Lots of bands he played with, of course. Trevor Gilgamesh was one Gilgamesh, uh, famous yeah. one. A uh, long time with Ian Carr's nucleus, a long-lasting relationship with uh, Ian Carr over the years. And, uh, in fact, his first cousin was Roy Budd, the chap who did the Get Carter theme. An older... Uh, Michael Garrick, he was fond of the uh, harpsichord on occasion, wasn't he? I know Black Marigolds is very much a favourite of mine in a similar vein with a nice loping groove to it. Uh, busking uh, is something which is uh, we're seeing a great increase again these days, I think. It used to be the domain mainly of singers and guitarists. But with the arrival of public pianos in various shopping centres and uh, railway stations around the world, it's opened the door to a whole selection of young musicians. One such is Canadian pianist Ariane Rockicott, who... Its street performance of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody when she was aged just 16 gained, uh, garnered over 18 million views on YouTube. Now, aged 25, she's released her first album in the classic jazz piano trio format. Let's hear Bicycle Ride. <laughs>
jumping in with the Wine Cellar, stockist of the largest range of wines, beers, spirits and cocktails on the island.
Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Something a little bit different. You already know Ted Poor. Well, you already know. You might not already know Ted Poor. That's the name of the album. On Impulse, uh, which uh, slightly surprised me. I thought it might have been a smaller label. That track's called To Rome, written by Ted himself. Like I said, you already know the name of the album. Ted Poor himself uh, playing drums and percussion on that one reminded me somewhat of Ari Honig with that use of yeah, tom-toms to give that sort of, you know, actually playing melody on the drums themselves. Then he has in accompaniment, he's got uh, Andrew D'Angelo on uh, alto sax. I'm trying to think who he plays with. Um, yeah, I think he's been playing, he's played with Jeff uh, Williams. We've seen him play with the Jeff Williams Quartet, another great drummer. Blake Mills on guitar, piano and harmonium. Sebastian Steinberg on acoustic bass. Paul Coet on acoustic bass as well and then Andrew Bird on violin with Rob Moore on violin, viola and cello, a sort of self-made little string quartet. Uh, um, Ted himself, as I say, I first heard of him playing with Pat Metheny and indeed, yeah, he's played with Pat Metheny, Bill Frizzell, Kurt Rosenwinkel, Kwong Vo, Ben Monda, Mario Milford, Mark Turner, you name it, as you can gather a lot. Also, another great teacher, as a lot of these drummers are, and I see looking on his wiki page, he's the Associate Director of Music and Associate Professor of Drums at the School of Music in the University of Washington. But, yeah, as a little uh, find in the second-hand bins, you never know what you're going to see there. I <laughs> uh, really rather enjoy that. Interesting stuff, quite sort of minimal in many ways, quite sort of... Uh, um, it's almost got a slightly rocky feel, indie, rocky, jazz, minimalism, all sorts of vibes going on there, with the strings in as well. Never less than an interesting listen. Uh, I've only had a chance to listen to it once yet, but I'll be listening to more. And before that, we had Ariane Rokicot with her trio Bicycle Ride, taken from their debut album Envolé and Take Flight They Do with a series of engaging and original compositions. She doesn't particularly follow any uh, set style convention throughout the album, and her influences are taken as much from uh, classical music or rock, uh, rock or pop ballads that she loved. It's a refreshing album, all originals, and uh, undoubtedly a promise of more things to come. Now, somebody who definitely isn't a debut with some 200 recordings under his belt, it's obvious that trombonist Michael Dees has the sound and the skill to be a very highly sought after as a session player, multi-Grammy award winning and the winner of the 69th annual Downbeat Poll as Jazz Trombonist of the Year. His latest release, Best Next Thing, is his ninth on the Positone label, and sees him in good company, as you'll hear on this original composition, Parker's Brood.
rockers brood. Ah, you see what song. he did there? Uh, play on words. <laughs> yes. uh, from trombonist Michael Deezer's latest release, Best Next Thing. And what a great band. Old favourite of this show, certainly. And me particularly, Alex Sipaygan on trumpet, Rudrish Marin Tapper on alto, Rennie Rosnes on the piano, Boris Kozlov on the bass, and Rudy Ro- Royston on the drums. And of course, Michael Dees on the trombone. When you have a house band like that in your lineup, you know it's just going to swing. And thank you very much indeed to Positone for sending us that. Indeed, so much good stuff coming out again. We, I know we keep saying it, and you think for a specialist music and the number of times you hear and read over the years, jazz is dead, jazz is dying. Lord, it could not be further from the truth. There is so much brilliant jazz out there in pretty much any sphere you like, whether it's post-bop, straight-bop, trad, avant-garde, third-stream, experimental, you name it. There are millions, well, not millions, but certainly thousands of people out there. And thousands playing, of youngsters yeah, out there, too. and playing and at they, an incredibly high level. A lot of them have come from no background with the traditional blues-based American uh, idiom of jazz, but they've come from rock or they've come from straight classical studies. It is, it is definitely not dead. Definitely not dead, indeed, uh, as demonstrated by these two gentlemen, who have been around for a few years between them, Enrico Rava and Fred Hirsch. Uh, they've got together for a lovely, intimate, laid-back duo album coming out on uh, ECM, or I think it has just come out, 9th of September or early September in any case. It's called The Song Is You. Let's hear their take on the Thelonious Monk classic, Mysterioso. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hi, this is Craig Taborn, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with H and Chris on Max Radio. Fred Anderson, the late Fred Anderson, came to his music quite late on in life, both his life and mine as it turned out, with Hamid Drake, long-term collaborator, several albums together, this one's just called Back Together Again, depending on how you read the album, double album, also in the bargains rack, never resists a bargain, that track called The Losal Droll, and before that, the new one from... Enrique Rava and Fred Hirsch, ECM, have a whole scutch of great stuff coming up this back end. Enrique Rava must be well in his 80s now, amazing, still sounding fantastic on flugelhorn. The great Fred Hirsch on the piano, an album that demands listening. Don't whack it on in your car, that one. Came out at the beginning of September, I think, on ECM Documents. As it says, the inspired meeting of two master improvisers on takes on things like The Song Is You, Mysterioso, we heard there, Round Midnight, uh, Retrato in Branco Preto, and I'm getting sentimental over you. 
definitely worth putting on late at night with a nice glass of something. Well, that's about it for this week's show, but we've just got time to fit in a track from Ambient Chamber Group Mountain Coast, an interesting trio of jazz trumpeter Kenny Warren, Dave Devine on guitar and effects, perhaps best known to jumping in listeners for his work with Brian Blade and the Fellowship Band, synthesist Michael Bailey adding modular synth and sampling. From their debut release, Phasers, here's for Jeff. We'll be back, same time, same place, next week. Look after yourselves. Take care. Thank you.